Marcus, welcome to Behind the Windshield with Dennis the Apprentice. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for good, having me. Good to have you on. So you're uh, you're a drain cleaner in New England, New Zoom England, New England, up Zoom. in Maine right now. Awesome. So did you imagine you were going to be a drain cleaner? <laughs> Not at all. It just kind of fell in my lap. I decided um, about two or three years ago that I wanted to move to Maine, and I just started filling out applications for everything. Yeah. And Zoom Drain got stuck with me. So. Very cool. That's how that happened. So I'm not sure it stuck with you. <laughs> you know, I, think, some, you I know. think there's some good things going on there. Oh, there's good sure. things, but you know, yeah. I, I I am a character, and you know, I do get stuck on the craziest of jobs sometimes, and cool. find the most unique things going on. So cool. It's a it's a win win for us all. Awesome. So, what were you looking for in a job? I have no idea, to be honest. I was you just, just put applications out. Just putting applications. I was just trying, trying to, to make money. Trying to make money. Try to do something. Try to. I I don't. I didn't want an office job because I don't like sitting in little confined spaces all mm-hmm. the time. I wanted something to where it would be changing and growing and doing different aspects of the job. And then also something that was going to be um, a little physical, uh-huh. kind of wear me out so I can, uh-huh. you know, go home and go right to sleep. And, right. So. <laughs> That's drain cleaning. That's, yeah. That is yeah. drain cleaning. Yes, sir. So what did you, uh, so what attracted you to Zoom Drain? Um, well, I did the interview and I uh, talked to Cindy over the phone first. She seemed like a really nice lady, our dispatcher slash mom at work. Okay. Um, and then talked to Sam and um, it just seemed like an interesting route because I never really understood what drain cleaning was. Like I didn't think it was a real thing. I just thought people was able to do it themselves. But after talking to Sam and figuring out exactly what they do and then learning how to pipe and doing all different types of things, just really interested me because it was something at the time I've never done. So Very cool. I just wanted to give it a shot. So you took it on? I took it on. Awesome. So did they have an apprenticeship? Mm-hmm. So tell me about what was the apprenticeship like? Apprenticeship was um, you would ride around with um, the other technicians mm-hmm. and just help them out on jobs and kind of watch and learn. And then um, after a while, they would train you on a piece of equipment. And then, like job permitting, they would allow you to, you know, get your hands dirty and Try it out. Sure. So on the job? Mm-hmm. On the job. Yes, sir. So did you have to pay to learn? No, sir. No, sir. That was another awesome. good thing is didn't have to pay to learn. They paid me to learn. So. That's one of the cool things <laughs> yeah. about an apprenticeship. You oh, get yeah. paid to learn yes, instead that's, of paying to go to college. That's the absolute beauty of it. And I tell people all the time, it's cool to go to college and whatnot, but if you get somebody else to pay for your education, I'll go go for it. Absolutely. So. Very cool. So uh, how long was your apprenticeship? Like uh, how long until you got into a truck? Well, it was, it was very... Um, sporadic because I came when COVID hit, so that okay. was fun. I yeah. moved to a different state, got settled, and then COVID hit, so it was like, well, I can't do nothing. So right. um, it took like about nine months, give or take, um, uh-huh. but it would have probably been sooner. Again, it had not COVID happened, and it kind of slowed the progression of a lot of things for a lot of the guys. So. Sure, <clears throat> but about nine months. About nine months, give or take. Mm-hmm. That's not long. Not at all. And then you're in a truck making money? Uh, Yeah, I was in a truck making money, and... Uh, uh, so what happened is, is I went on vacation back home, and then I came back, and they were like, uh, one guy's hurt, so you're in the truck. Like, you're ready to go. So and I was just like, okay, well, well let's go. Awesome. So Awesome. I tell princes that all the time. You have no idea <laughs> when your day's going to come up, right? You got to be ready. Yeah. Just be yeah. ready and open. And, yeah, yeah. It's like, and you it's never like, know. It's like sports, you know. You might be a backup, but somebody might go down or something might happen, and 
you got to be ready to roll. It's exactly like that, for sure, for sure. And so many times, you know, you can draw out on paper a plan, but that's not how it actually happens in real oh, life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, That's I mean, that's so. what everything. I tell people all the time, you know, it's uh, you can have a plan, and that's cool and all, but you also got to be able to adapt because you never know what's going to change, and right. you never know what's going to happen. Right. So how did you, how did they know you were ready? Like, what did you do as an apprentice to help them see that you were showing up and you were ready and willing and wanting this job? Um, I showed up not on time, but before time. I would go the extra mile. I would um, do things that were not asked of me. Okay. Just I saw that need to be done, and instead of saying, "Hey, ooh, I need to do this," it was just you know, I'll just go do it. Um, right. And then also nagging. I just kept nagging. I'm like, you know, I think honestly, like you probably asked Sam or Cecil the third and everybody in the office. Uh, like three months in, I was like, all right, cool. When do I get my truck? Like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's go, let's go. So I was just showing up, doing the work, putting in effort. Awesome. Uh, being willing to take criticism. And like I said, just a lot of nagging, really. Very cool. Were, in your experience, were there apprentices that did not work out? Yes, there was a couple yeah. that didn't work out. It, what was the cause of that, do you think? Like, what characteristics did they do that, that helped them not work out? I think fear. Um, I see a lot, not even just in this job, but previous jobs, is um, people are afraid to do something because they don't want to get yelled at. Yeah. You know, so they're afraid to mess up. So they're just like, oh, well, you didn't tell me to do X, Y, or Z. But it's like, you've been here long enough. You should know the routine by now. You know, I shouldn't have to tell you step by step how to do, you know, these simple tasks that, you know, you should be doing to begin with. So just being able to take criticism and not being afraid to you know, mess up. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like a lot of people do is just kind of tiptoe around and don't want to mess up because yeah. they don't want to be embarrassed or don't want to get yelled at or yeah. X, Y, or Z. But, sure. you know, that's what I see a lot of times is, you know, they're afraid to jump in and actually do it. Very interesting. Yeah, I think we learn so much by failure, right? Yeah, yeah. But oh, in yeah. school, like, if you miss one, you get in trouble, Yeah, right? Yeah. You get a minus, and it's uh-huh. like, I don't want to make a mistake. But yeah. in life... You, you got to make mistakes. You got to make mistakes. You know, yeah. You're going to make mistakes. You know, you might not do it right every time and things are going to fall apart, but you got to be able to be like, okay, well, this is what I did last time. It didn't work. So now I need to adjust my thinking and learning and to be able to continue to keep going forward. Right. You know, right. can't be afraid to make mistakes because that's, that's the name of the game. You yeah. know, it's sometimes it's guessing, checking like, oh, let's try this first. Oh, guessing, checking. Work. I like that. Let's do that. So yeah. Gotta be Got to be okay with messing up essentially you know yeah yeah and for sure not only messing up but owning up to your mistakes if you mess up let somebody know there's no need to hide it you know he's dropping gold is. here <laughs> this is awesome somebody's going to be able to there to you know help you out we got plenty of guys on the team you know some are better in certain aspects one way or the other but i mean we're all here to win and succeed and just kind of get through the day so. right in service work that we are involved with mostly you know it's broke when you got there yeah. It wasn't working when yeah. you got there, so... It's just figuring out how to fix it, yeah. Yeah. Most so, of the time... So try some stuff, right? Yeah, that's... I mean, it's not going to fix itself just by looking at it, so... Right. You know, might throw in the snake first, or if you see that, you know, it's very, very bad, you know, might try the jetter, you know, it's just... Mm-hmm. Gotta... Got, ain't nothing to it but to do it, so... What's been a surprise now that you're a, you're a professional drink cleaner? Mm-hmm. Right? What's been a surprise that you didn't expect that... Uh, a good surprise out of out of your career how much it has taught me about home ownership okay um, so tell me more when before i moved to maine uh when i was in living in ohio i was looking at buying a home and um 
I felt I was ready for home because I had previously went to a trade school uh, for facility maintenance, so I had my hands a little wet on everything. Okay. Um, but when working at Zoom, it's opened my eyes to what to not put down the drain, what to put down the drain, how drains operate, uh, what to look for in a drain, like what drains may fail, uh, learning about electrolysis, learning about different pipe types and all that other fun stuff. Um, and it's really opened my eyes to when you're buying a house, you can't just, oh, this house looks nice, you know, and just jump right into it. You got to do a little right. bit more digging because you might find some little aspects here that's going to cost you in the long run, you know. Right. And we've run into that quite often is that people now, especially in this crazy market, are buying houses up left and right, not getting inspections. And then they're calling us like two months later, like, my house is backed up. I don't know what's going on. And then we get there, and they're like, yeah, I just bought the house two months ago, and I can't flush anything. Right. Like, did you get a sewer inspection? No, they told nope. me I didn't have to. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, we get it cleared out, show them the line. It's like, Oops. your line is butchered. So now yeah. you have to make your mortgage payment and also pay to repair your main line, which is not really cheap. So. And you just put all your liquid money into your down payment. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the yeah. you know so it's just it's a, you know, it's a horror story you know and it happens all the time and it's still a learning process you know even in the two years that I've been here there's more stuff we're finding out and just kind of seeing and so even the guy that's been with our franchise since the onset of it he's six seven years in he's still finding some wonky crazy stuff so right it's ever adapting and ever changing but it's a it's a lot that goes into it it's yeah. not just oh you just pipe this here flush a toilet yeah. You're all good. Yeah. There's multiple variables awesome. in between there that can cause issues galore. Awesome. So you've been doing it two years. Mm -hmm. What are you going to be doing two years from now? Hopefully running grease. Running grease. Mm -hmm. We do. Uh, we uh, pump out grease traps. Okay. Um, and that's something that I absolutely love. So You <laughs> love doing grease traps? I love doing grease traps. Why do you we, love doing grease traps? They're so easy. That sounds it's, like an oxymoron. It's, it, it is, you know, but the like, so... Um, at first, it was everybody was doing the grease traps. We would kind of rotate out. Yeah. Um, but a lot of guys don't like smelling like grease all day. Yeah. A lot of guys don't like it because, you know, they're in tight quarters or whatever. But I love it because I, it's taking something that is just awful and gunked up and freshening it up and making it usable so businesses, restaurants and whatnot can continue their usage and right. everything. So it's fun. It's it's easy. Um not easy all the time, but it's just nice to be able to go to somebody and help them in their time of need. Right. And then, you know, show them, you know, I took this horrible mess and made it into something fantastic. That's a common theme that an unexpected thing that you get out of your job is the joy of helping other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the, the best parts of the jobs is, especially when it's They've had several other people come over and they couldn't figure it out. And right. you're able to figure it out and get them up and going. And then that's kind of like, yes, you know, it's awesome. like I, I beat all these other guys out. So awesome. that's the that's another good part of the job, too. Awesome. Is there a mentor that sticks out in your experience so far that you want to thank for or that was just been extra helpful to you in your in your career as a drink cleaner? I mean, really, everybody at the shop, you know, everybody's real uh, helpful. Uh, there's uh, James Miller. You know, it's always nice calling him up about, you know, difficult tasks. Um, Joe Gould, mm -hmm. um, he's our top dog there. He's mm -hmm. definitely been helping me out. Um, 
all the time. I still call him constantly. Do they yell and scream at you and call you names and tell oh, you no. you're stupid? No, and all no, that no, kind no, of no, no, no. I mean, of course, we, we rag on each other all the time, but it's a... Uh, they're helpful. It, they're helpful, yeah. They're very helpful, yeah. you know. We got Sam Marciso, the second and third, that are very helpful, and they are, uh, you know, it's always great to talk to them and kind of run down stuff with them. And, again, I nag both of them about doing more and more grease. So I'm right, sure. Right. You know, and then our dispatcher, Cindy Malloy, she's fantastic, gets us out there. And then, you know, we have uh, um, the guy that I started with, basically, Tyler White. He's always willing and able to help out with me. Um, we have Sean Gould. Again, he's more of our install guy. Um, Sean Gould and Matthew Parody are our install guys. And, you know, Again, they are always willing to come out and help, and I'm willing to do the same. That so. sounds like a completely different than a lot. You hear horror stories about trades and apprentices and oh, guys yeah. not getting yeah. treated well. It sounds like you got a great environment over there. Uh, so, yeah, we got a great environment. Yeah, we um, like I said, we rag on each other all the time, but again, it's it's like a brotherhood. It's what yeah. we do. You yeah, know? it's no ill will against each other. We just, you know, you got gotta have fun. Oh yeah, you know, we work and poop, and so we just kind of pick on each other and you know get it going but at the end of the day we're you know a phone call away to kind of help each other out at any means cool. necessary very cool well marcus thanks so much for coming on no problem thanks right. for having me you got it